0: Hello, this is Hazel Ketchum here at Rosman Middle School in Rosman, North Carolina. I'm the chorus and music teacher for Rosman High School and Middle School, and in our middle school classes we present this podcast where we might be singing, playing instruments, interviewing authors, interviewing people around school, and right before the holidays, I thought it might be fun if we interviewed some of our students. Uh, I'm here with um, sixth graders, Camden, Brian, Noah, Dagan, and Allison. How are you doing, Camden? Good. Uh, do you have anything to say for our listeners, Brian? Um, Merry Christmas. There you go. Noah? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Dagan?
1: Merry
2: Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Allison? Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Well,
0: and... You may have heard some of these voices before because they have been doing some interviews. We're working on some music. Um, so uh, these are the stars of our show in general for the next few weeks here. But I thought it might be fun for us to do a group interview. And I'm going to start with a, with an easy one. And that is, uh, and anyone can answer who, who uh, has an idea I want you to think about what is your favorite thing about Christmas. It could be a food or activity Nothing. or tradition. Nothing, Dagan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> being
1: with my family. I would say the
0: food. What's your favorite? Food? Uh, like ham mm, Okay. Yeah. I'm um, Spending time
1: with my family.
0: I like everything. Everything about it. The lights. Yeah. Everything. It's just fun. Movie. Christmas movies. The Grinch. Any other ones? Who else? Grinch. Grinch is a favorite. Do you guys watch Peanuts anymore? Oh, Oh, yeah. Charlie Brown. Okay, is that still a thing? Charlie Brown's Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was something we always watched when I was your age and even younger. Um, Okay, so close your eyes and think about your earliest memory at Christmas, whoever comes up. No, it looks like you've got it. What's your earliest memory? Uh, I don't really know. Do you know. like food with the family and like,
1: just presents and stuff. I can't you know, even Um, I would say um, my first memory was like running around my grandma's house with my cousins, you know, just like being little kids. How old, how old do you think you were?
0: about five. Oh. That's a pretty early memory. Allison, do you have no? no. can't remember back that far. Camden was saying you can't remember even last Christmas. <laughs> Once they're gone, they're I gone. I can't remember last Christmas. Oh, he just remembers that. the
1: presents. <laughs> yeah. no. I wish
0: I could remember. it. So that's pretty <laughs> far back. Five is pretty far. Um, okay, this might be a really tough question. What do you miss about school when you were on break? Oh, oh, good. And no one started laughing, so that's, that's a good sign, <laughs> Allison. My friends. Yeah, you're around them all day, and then to have none of your friends around for a couple of weeks is tough.
1: I'd have to say my friends too. No one to annoy me all day, though. Keep me active. Yeah. No Uh Just friends again, but yeah. My but
2: gals. <laughs> gals.
0: And friends. So friends. Can't
2: keep my, my gals waiting.
0: That's right. Can't keep them waiting. So five. So it gets, So friends. Friends is the the top one. What about activities like sports and? Oh yeah, wrestling. I, don't, I don't play No, no sports.
1: Yeah, just wrestling.
0: And Noah, one of your activities, you're gonna play guitar. Yeah. All holiday anyway. I used to do
1: tournament footballs. Football tournaments during
0: break, but oh. I don't know more. Allison, what about you? Yeah, no okay. sports. You're, maybe you take that violin home. <laughs> I'm, a pr- I'm always uh, plugging the practicing over the break, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. Um, all right, think about this one for a minute. Do you have a teacher or staff member at Rosman Middle School that makes a difference in your life and you'd like to give them a shout-out now for Christmas. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, Dusty Morgan, the sixth grade science teacher. Nice. And well, I'm getting lots of nods here. What What is that that makes him special? Um,
1: well, he really likes us, and he's like a chill teacher. He's not like a really strict one, and he, he's like a friend pretty much.
0: Nice. Camden, did you have someone? So, cool. D- Mr. Morgan gets big in... Uh, Sixth grade science gets a big shout out from our class. And we did a great interview with him earlier in our episode. So you want to check that out. Um, Okay. Now remember this last question. Remember that there are younger students listening and older students listening. So I want you to be thoughtful about your answers. What is the most important thing about believing in Santa? knowing there's someone caring for you. Someone's coming. Yeah. No. No one knowing that someone cares for your actions and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, that's a big part of of Santa, isn't it? Yes. Do any of you feel like you would be getting a lump of coal?
1: No. <laughs> I want Yeah. Just like I'm burning down.
0: Well, we okay. might, yeah, it's good heating. Yeah, I, would not I mean, yeah, actually... I mean,
1: you might be cold, you know. You might right. need
0: it. Yes. That's you true. might need
1: it. You never know. Actually, my heat's kind of out
0: at my house at the moment, so <laughs> I think so. any heating element I will take. So that's. I, I like... don't live in my parents'
2: house. I sleep outside. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like my parents' home.
0: Just have a tent and okay, sleep. So doing. you have no, you're, you're going to have to, there's no way for him to come down the chimney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's just going to wake you up in the
0: middle of the night. Like, hey, yeah, he's just going to shake the tent. Like, like, make sure it's not a bear. Get up. He's going <laughs> to wake us up and
2: say He's in our house.
1: Yeah.
0: So I like the idea of um, that That knowing he someone cares and no knowing seat. someone's thinking about how you are all year, right? Sort of that keeping, keeping that check in for yourself oh, is this, you know, am I doing things that are good this year, or how has this year been for me? Um, So I know I said that was the last question, but I had one more, since we were talking about the year. What is something that really stood out to you this past year? It can be, you know, positive, negative, whatever, right?
1: The changes people had to make to make others happy or do what's right the friends I've
0: gained over this year. Yeah. Friends I've lost this year. I
2: made new friends. You know, made well, new friends yeah. this year? The jerks I've met. Okay. <laughs> really? I think, uh, the jokes?
0: Oh, the jokes you've told. You, I don't know.
2: I said the jerks i
0: met. <laughs> we did hear you. <laughs> I don't know, but with a smile on your face like that, I'm not sure if they were too bad. You've met some, probably maybe a couple of good folks in there too? Absolutely. Oh, well, I do understand that. Okay. Camden, did you have something that stood out to you this year? Making new friends. Making new friends. Well, one thing I think this interview has shown us is that uh, the friendships we make are really important. Oh,
1: they yeah.
0: are. And so, no, <laughs> I think, I, well, you're out, you're outnumbered today. The well. friend, a lot of us think the friendships we make are really important.
2: Well, y'all and, are just making this thing boring. I'm the only one spicing it up. <laughs> spicing
0: what? it up. Okay. Well, that is true. we got to have got to have a little spice in there. Well, I wish all of you a merry Christmas, and let's say a merry Christmas to our listeners. Merry, merry Christmas. Christmas. No wait, wait.
1: wait. <sighs> oh, oh. No. <bacon. laughs>
0: I'm Hazel, and we're back with some more holiday interviews um, from our sixth grade uh, class at Rosman Middle School in Rosman, North Carolina. I'm here with Colton, who uh, normally in music class has been playing the banjo, and Aaliyah, who normally plays guitar in music class. But today we thought we'd uh, change it up and do some interviews about our holidays. So um, first, I just want to ask you, What is your favorite thing about the Christmas season? It would be food, activities. Presents. Presents. Top of the list. What do you think, Aaliyah? Do you have something that's favorite? No. No. Um, So let's get in depth about the presents here, because I think people want to (laughs) know. Do you like it when someone gives you a really little present, but wraps it in a big ton of wrapping paper in a giant box and you have to go through the big box the next big box and you know. Yes and no
2: because it's real funny when you like have to go through all the different layers of the box and then no because it takes forever and you really want to see your present.
0: Okay good. So uh, some good Yes. Uh, what do you think Leah? So my cousin, it was her birthday
2: one this year, and her boyfriend wrapped her present in lots of different kinds of tape.
0: And it took her almost, like, five hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we don't want it, you know, it, You know, we don't want it not, you know, we don't actually want to get, you know, scissors mm-hmm. and, you know, everything to get that out of there. Like, a little bit. It's a little bit fun. So, okay. reasonable. Not five hours, maybe, like, five minutes. Okay. It's okay. All right. Presents what uh what's your favorite present you've ever gotten
2: uh i would say my rc car it's an electric battery powered uh, car and it's really really
0: powerful oh wow that sounds like a lot of fun do you have a favorite present My skateboard. oh a skateboard that's a good one i think i had as a parent had to buy a lot of skateboards for it <laughs> because they wear out that's the thing about yeah. that present it's like oh and another skateboard and another skateboard that is a good present though i like the artwork on that. all right this is a hard one what is your favorite food during the holidays
2: um
0: I don't know. That is a really tough question. Do you
2: like all of it? Yeah, I just like
0: everything. Is there one that you don't like?
2: No.
0: Oh, okay. Like, so the sweet potatoes, you like yeah. the sweet You like the... Uh, j- well, you, have you ever had like Jello? Yeah. salad? You like that too? Alright, you like everything. Do you like... What's your favorite?
2: Cheesecake.
0: Oh! And the stuff that I hate is corn. Corn. Cheesecake. Cheesecake's pretty... That's That's on the top of the list I think. That's a good one. All right. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think about your earliest Christmas memory. I have no clue. You don't have your earliest. What's your earliest, Colton? Uh, I think when me and my family
2: went and looked at Christmas lots, and went out to a restaurant, and we had fun. To for
0: slots do town hmm. and what how old do you think you were uh, i think i was like six or
2: something okay
0: what what places is your age for you do you remember like everyone was big around you uh, or people had to hold your hand to walk around yeah kind of thing hmm. that's pretty neat that's a good memory or that were you bundled up in lots of winter clothes no. wasn't too bad no, it wasn't too bad. It was, like, dish weather. I know. We're going to have kind of a warm a warm uh, Christmas weekend in Western North Carolina, I think. Um, what do you miss about school? I'm being serious now. What do you miss about school when you're on break? I um, miss... Well, when you're not at school, so for a while you're on a holiday. What do you miss about school?
2: Miss not having music with you. Yay!
0: Science and all the projects and stuff. All right. Well, maybe you're gonna have to take a banjo home to practice then. Yeah. <laughs> I can't bring my. No, job. no reason to miss music. Practice harder all Christmas. <laughs> I've been plugging that, and and doing some pro those science projects. Those have to. Be, yeah, you probably shouldn't do those around your house, right? Uh, you don't want anything. <laughs> anything to <that> explode. <laughs> right. No explosions. <laughs> I know we're all looking forward to the holiday break, um, but uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity um, to think about if you have a teacher or staff member at Roswell Middle School that makes a difference in your life, and would you like to give them a shout-out? Uh,
2: Miss walk because she always helps me with my work and when my stomach hurts
0: and stuff. And it's so nice to have someone that you... Feel you can go to when you're at school like that. That's awesome. I'm really glad you gave Miss Walkup a shout out. She's awesome. Um, one last question to think about: What do you think so important about believing in Santa Claus? Like the,
2: you get all
0: the gifts and like presents and stuff. Presents. What about you, Aaliyah? Yeah, spending time with family and friends, and I always felt with Santa, it was just about that example, spreading as much joy as you can, and teaching us about no matter what's going on, um, or what kind of holiday we're going to have, that we're going to try to find that joy in, in life, and fun in life well i'm so glad you guys got a chance to interview today i know i'm always having you interview everyone so i thought it would be good if i did some interviewing and i want you to have a fantastic holiday uh can we end with just telling everyone out there merry christmas yeah merry Merry Christmas, christmas everybody I'm Hazel Ketchum. I'm the music teacher at Rosbin Middle School, and I'm going to read for you the last chapter of Nubby's Story by Aubrey Anders. And it's chapter 16. Lou, Mark, Olivia, Rita Rita, Nubby, and Lainey had just left on a road trip. They are supposed to head to Galveston, Texas for a mini beach vacation. But before they got there, they had already turned around to head back home to Houston. When they left the house, they had three dogs in their truck. Now they were driving with seven. While they were headed toward Galveston, Lou got a call from a friend of a friend. An older woman, 80-year-old pet Chihuahua had unexpectedly given birth to four puppies. And two of those puppies only had two legs. The pet owner was disabled and couldn't drive the puppies to the vet. And she couldn't afford five dogs. She needed someone else to care for these puppies. Plus, the mama dog's milk had dried up and all the puppies hadn't eaten in 24 hours. Someone had to save these puppies fast. Our job is to take care of these animals, Lou said. We have to help so that this doesn't happen again. Mark agreed and turned the truck around. Their vacation could wait Not only was WEAR going to rescue the puppies, but Lou was going to make sure the mama chihuahua was spayed so that she wouldn't have any more babies. This would be good for the pet owner, good for the pet, and good for all the dogs out there. There were already so many dogs in Texas and around the country who needed homes. Lou and WEAR would make sure these four puppies found forever homes, one dog at a time, she reminded herself. The little pack had arrived. Even though Hillcrest Manor was full of dogs, Lou and Mark still took in rescue animals for WEAR whenever they could. And the four puppies they picked up on the way to Galveston, Sweet Girl, Mo, Jules, and Dinky, were temporarily living at Hillcrest Manor. They were tiny brown and white chinchilla puppies who were born in mid-July. They were now four weeks old, Two of the pups, Mo and Jules, were doing especially well. The other two, Dinky and Sweet Girl, were much slower to make progress. That's because Dinky and Sweet Girl each only had two legs, just like Nubby, and they only weighed less than one pound each. Our village we know is strong. Together we can make a difference in their little lives, Lou wrote on the WEAR Facebook page. Stay on this journey with us. Donate to help if you can. Lou hoped to raise more than $1,000 to help all four puppies get properly cared for by a vet and get microchipped. The two-leggers, as Lou liked to call them, weren't eating well, and they weren't going to the bathroom regularly. Lou and Mark were a wreck. It reminded them of their first few days with Nubby. These pups were a few weeks old, which was great, but they needed those two to catch up with their four-legged friends. The smallest one weighed only eight ounces. Mark and Lou were up again around the clock, bottle feeding the smaller two puppies. The larger ones had moved on to puppy food. The pups with two legs needed to be propped up after they ate, just like Nubby had. Sweet Girl and Dinky had a long journey ahead of them, but Lou and Mark knew that they could go on to live great lives. Nubby had taught them that. Nubby watched Mom and Dad care for the four little puppies who had arrived. They were so tiny. They slept a lot, curled up on a little blanket, and all snuggled together. And they made squeaky noises. Nubby was used to getting all the attention, but he didn't mind. Rita Rita and his sisters had been nice to him when he first arrived at Hillcrest Manor. He knew he should be nice to these puppies. He'd play with them and care for him, just like his own sisters had done with him when he was that small. He had plenty of toys to share. He'd teach them how to shake Hedgie until his fluff came out and how not to bite the bed. And most importantly, he'd teach those little puppies with two legs how to hop. By the time they turned eight weeks old in September, Dinky and Sweet Girl were catching up. They were learning how to pop up on their hind legs just like Nubby had when he was their age. They were wagging their tails. They were eating puppy food. They were pooping regularly and their teeth were finally starting to come in. But most importantly, they were playing. They loved to roll around and bite each other. Will they be up for adoption? They're so adorable. The cuteness is slaying me. Nubby Nation loves seeing the little pack thrive. The other dogs of Hillcrest Manor behaved as usual. Rita Rita was ready to play with the pups as soon as they were able. Gracie walked past the little pack daily to check on them and then left. You okay? Okay, cool. Maggie ignored them until they'd been around four weeks. Olivia Pig was gentle and let them nip at her when she was resting nearby. But the dog who impressed Lou and Mark the most was Nubby. He loved the little pack. He was so nurturing to them and gentle when he played with them. He even broke up fights when they argued over who got to play with the stuffed squirrel. Nubby grew especially attached to Dinky. They played together inside, they played together outside. They cuddled together on the dog bed. They were inseparable. Dinky could now hop around the living room without a problem, jump on and off his doggy bed and shake stuffed toys with his mouth like crazy, even though they were twice his size. You cannot possibly let Dinky leave. He's perfect for Nubby, one Nubby Nation follower had said. Oh no, here we go again, thought Lou. Lou knew she would have a problem finding forever homes for Moore and Jules. In fact, she already had homes lined up for them. For Dinky and Sweet Girl, finding that perfect forever home would take more time. It took more time to care for two-legged pups, so she needed to find the perfect family who could support and love them. She'd reached out to all the people she knew who rescued dogs and all the people she knew who had dogs with disabilities. Social media made it really easy for her to connect with animal lovers from all over the country and find the best families for her rescues. When the Right Forever Home came along, she'd know it in her heart. And when that time came, she'd have to lock her heart away because saying goodbye to rescues never got easier. But she knew it was the right thing to do. Stick to the mission, she reminded herself, After the little pack was placed in new homes, she would have more time to rescue the next animal, whoever they may be. Lou knew that, just like Nubby, these two-leggers would be just fine. Dinky and Sweet Girl would play and move and live happily, all the things Lou and Mark had dreamed of for Nubby when he was that small, and all the things that, against all odds, he had achieved As she watched the little pack play together, Lou was reminded of their first few months with Nubby, the first time he wagged his tail or climbed out of his bed or started chewing toys like crazy with Rita Rita, as well as the first time he had to go to the hospital and the second time, and how he bounced back again and again, and all the people who were cheering them on and supporting them along the way for his first birthday and on the second. It was hard to imagine all the members of Nubby Nation who were out there watching and loving on Nubby as much as she and Mark were. Wow, it has really been a journey, she thought. Despite all the hard work, Nubby had filled Lou and Mark's lives with more happiness and hope. And finally, the end of Nubby's story. After all the ups and downs of the past two years, after all the worrying about legs, wheels, and body casting measurements, they knew one thing for sure, Nubby never needed four legs. All he needed right here at Hillcrest Manor was Olivia Pig, Maggie, Gracie, Redu Rita, Rita and of course, Lou and Mark. And boy, did they need him. WEAR is a nonprofit animal rescue run by founder Lou Robinson. By educating the public, WEAR hopes to change the future for dogs and cats in need, including pets with special needs. Thank you for tuning in to Rosman Middle School Radio and enjoying Nubby's Story.